0: Uh, It's been a while since we did this. I want to say that this is our second episode of staff meeting, which is where everybody on nonproductive comes and talks about the things we're making for nonproductive. And uh, I just now realized that I said it would be weekly when I meant it would be monthly. Uh, But maybe hold my feet to the fire on that one. Maybe this is a weekly thing. Maybe we should do it all the time. Just me and you and a cast of thousands as I one by one, introduce everyone back into the stream. (laughs) Russell, Jen Rogers hey. and Dave, hey. and club famous Dave. Um, hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome hey. to staff meeting. We have so much to cover this episode. Um, first, let's do a little like round table and catch up with everyone. There are two new faces who, who weren't in the first episode. Jen, I want to throw it to you first. Jen Rogers, we all love your art. We love your enthusiasm for Umbrella Academy <laughs> and... Frankly, we love you. Talk to us a little bit about what you've been up to lately as I creepily pull the camera directly onto you. Oh, my God. Um, (laughs) We've not discussed any of the cutting or the camera angles or anything during this.
1: (laughs) Well, uh, mostly just trying to get through uh, one of the most awful periods of our lives. Summer. Summer. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: the worst possible yeah. season if you disagree leave a comment and uh, i, will I
2: hope it. you can't hear the giant fan i have going on behind me because it's so goddamn hot no yeah. i can't actually
0: hear it but i feel it in my bones uh, uh yeah yeah so um yeah, it's been, it's been a hectic time. Uh, I'm so mm-hmm. glad to get to talk to you again. There's so many yeah. different things I want to talk to you about. I hate to make it like Umbrella Academy only, but no, it's going to be still. a lot of Umbrella Academy. On this. It's going to be 90% of the one frame of information we got from Netflix yeah. Geeked.
1: For people who don't know, I'm married to Russell, and he has to hear about this all the time. (laughs) And and you should feel terrible for him.
3: (laughs) I have plenty of geeky hobbies that I want to talk about, so it's okay. You're allowed Mm. an obsession.
1: I get intense. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, uh, mostly just uh, getting by, doing the boring nine-to-five, but also... um, been working hard on artwork for Russell's game tears, which we'll talk about later. Ooh, and yes. uh, pretty excited about how that stuff is turning out.
0: Mm-hmm. I really love it, and I can't wait to talk about uh, the cover first of all, um, and then everything else afterwards. <laughs> uh, Dave, we haven't had you on the you, uh, people who are on our fan club know you. You uh, you are uh, a, a frequent. What is it? The little the little tag they give you. Um, Top uh, conversation starter or something
2: yes a problematic
0: person yeah that's probably uh dave how have you been staying sane the last uh few weeks months years however long we've been doing this
2: um i don't know if you call it staying sane oh oh,
0: i should have cleared that with you first sorry about that (laughs) Well, you know what you're you look fine
2: lots (laughs) and lots of miniature war gaming nice like too much miniature war gaming
0: that at pretty much any level of miniature board gaming is too much. <laughs> uh, I did see you posted a little picture of the apparently Muslim-coded Paladin in the yeah. uh, d d set, and yeah. I did see it for sale, and I was like, I might have to put down five bucks for this thing. It's pretty yeah, cheap, and like, it's cute. It,
2: you know, uh, I mean, there's connotations from Paladins originally being in the Crusades, but right. as, like, you know, geek culture has gone on from D&D, it's, like, more just generic holy warriors. So it's good to see other religions represented as holy warriors.
0: Yeah. And it looks cool, at very least, um, mm. and maybe worth a, a couple of bucks. But, yeah, well, we're going to be talking about a bunch of geek stuff with each other. In fact, like this is the time we should probably share... Um, the agenda. I don't catch up with Al or Russell. If I talk to you via a live stream to the to the internet last week, I can't catch up with you again. It's, <laughs> it's nothing Nobody nothing ever wants happens. to know what I. Nobody wants to know what I've been up to during the week. It's very creepy. It's a very much uh, what we do in shadows, staying in a coffin <laughs> and emerging. All right. So our agenda for today: we're going to talk about Geeked Week, Netflix's appropriation of geek culture. Uh, Umbrella Academy, of course, as we said, um, we have some speculation about the titles of the various episodes, not quite spoilery for anybody who is worried about that kind of stuff. Uh, Tears update uh, about Russell and your uh, latest release uh, just Mm -hmm. today, actually, at the time we're broadcasting. And then we've got some more stuff. Hopefully we'll have some book club material that we could go through. Um, And then, of course, at the very end of the show, and we'll give you plenty of notice Before we start, just in case you haven't seen it yet, we're going to talk about Loki, premiered on Disney Plus today, and maybe answer some viewer mail questions. So, let's begin. Geek week. I was immediately angry as soon as I saw that they were doing this. Um,
2: That's our word. Isn't this like the second time they've done this? I wasn't aware of the first. Or actually, no. No, YouTube did a Geek Week.
0: Yeah, right I up. I,
2: I so forgot. they're appropriating people who are appropriating.
0: It's absolutely, uh, absolutely <laughs> true. Uh, actually, when I looked up, I thought it was Geek Week at first, and yeah, no So when I looked up Geek Week, Rutgers University, my alum, my, my the, the schools that I went to, the alma mater, uh, your alma mater, that's the one. Not a good school because I don't know the word. Uh, Yeah, they do a Geek Week officially. And I'm like, when we ran a game club at Rutgers University, knowledge drop, we had to like meet at the basement (laughs) of a river dorm and they chased us out with baseball bats.
3: (laughs) It was a baseball. How how things have changed. Yes.
0: Mm. But no, it is cool to, it is uh, as a fan, a friend of the show. Jesse Berufi, author Jesse Bufy, has said it is a geek culture having win won the culture wars is a monkey's paw wish. Yeah. It's it's both really cool and then very terrifying. But <laughs> let's let's focus on the good stuff. There is a lot of awesome things coming out of Netflix. And uh, anybody have any highlight they want to share with the class before we go? Oh, absolutely!
4: Uh, I am right. I am extremely excited for Taken on Ice. I am I'm very into that. That's that like, like they showed me that trailer and I was like, no, I'm in. I'm <laughs> So tell us more about take it on ice. <laughs> so it's, it's got Liam Neeson and Lawrence Fishburne and like, you know, it's like, if you know, they did take it on a train, they did take it on a plane. Like mm-hmm. it's now just, it's ice road trucking with Leo, Liam Neeson. I'm, I'm here for it. I, I want to see this, this awesome movie of like, you know, extreme action star, Liam Neeson uh <laughs> going ice road trucking i'm like i'm into this take I, it on ice let's do it uh,
0: so that was one of the little bu- bullets that showed up in the synopses and i was like i'm not sure the this trailer for it i was like
4: it, was, and, it looked really good so i was I but was now that you've
0: referred to it as taken on ice i'm deeply deeply uh excited about it hey guess who just geniusly used the private <laughs> chat to let me know i had to <laughs> scroll down because i didn't <laughs> see gwen gwen is also here gwen we miss you, and I haven't seen you in forever, and we'll catch up uh, after the show. But now you're exclusively here to talk about geek things and then eventually books, as you are contractually obligated to do every social interaction. Yes, and you brought books. So, <laughs> Taken on Ice is uh, wonderful, Al. Thank you for that observation. Um, mm-hmm. I uh, Anybody else have something that they've seen in uh, the geek yeah. week, uh, teases? Dave? Um,
2: it's... Actually, um, not a show, but Magic the Gathering announced on Geeked Week that they are releasing a small um, Stranger Things set.
3: Yep. Oh, yeah.
2: And some of the artwork they show previewed for it looks really, really good.
3: Yep. That's neat. Eleven's going to be a Planeswalker. So, you know. Oh, no.
2: All yeah, I know geez. is there better be an Ego Waffles artifact that makes food tokens nice
3: we'll They're have to any. see about the licensing on that i don't know i mean they they had some really cute netflix uh they, they have really cute um uh stranger things toys actually including a little um 11 nendoroid you know so it was this you know Nendo- cute little yeah. 11 oh, yeah. character but they couldn't get the ego branding so she's just holding a box that says waffles oh, yeah.
5: <laughs> so. well, they can make a waffles
2: <laughs> artifact i don't care yeah, I just hey, want no, waffles for ego. My magic
6: game. frozen waffles.
5: <laughs> yeah, like
2: they did a similar thing last year with Walking Dead, and I didn't really care about that because I don't watch Walking Dead. Oh, mm-hmm. so like, and also,
5: yeah.
2: I, also, I think it was like a couple years too late to really get in on the popularity of that show. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's
4: I mean, in pre-production, like I told everyone. here,
0: but in <laughs> pre-production, I told everyone like, "Well, yeah, we don't go hard on anything," and then immediately, I'm the only one who's being criticizing Netflix, Walking Dead, <laughs> all the tall poppies there are. Um, no, I, I did enjoy Walking Dead for a time, but like, yeah, I think yeah, it's in its its fading uh, period. May I think. Do they have declared that it, this is of that they're reaching the final season? I think so. I think that they may have, or at least that they have a set number of seasons. That are going to go before it ends. But that was a release. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think you're so. right. No, no. Well, Str- Stranger Things definitely. I think it's got yeah. maybe two more seasons, one or two more seasons. Wow. Uh, mm. But Walking Dead, I believe, also has an end point. Oh, okay. in, in, in if Star, it's a
2: Netflix no. show, it will be canceled because they just want <laughs> new shows to bring in new viewers.
5: Do so they have
3: yeah, They you're have ready? said that. Well, they they have a a what is it years ago? I remember there being a a, a um mm. an article w- in which uh, um, I believe that uh, they said four seasons is what you should expect from a good show. Like that's what they expect to get out of a successful property. So that's kind of like the idea. It's like that's kind of the cutoff because it's diminishing returns after the fourth season. Mm. So I don't know how supernatural stayed on the air that long, but apparently like, <laughs> uh, miracle uh, play. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly.
3: That but that, yeah, that's kind of like that, that according to their data. Once you get to season four, you know, then you just you don't start you don't attract new fans anymore, and it just starts to peter out. So is that still
6: true though with streaming? I would assume that streaming might have changed
5: that. Well, they're the
0: they're the streaming king, and yeah, that's the creepy thing about Netflix is that they have such rich data that they don't really have to share with anyone, right? Mm -hmm. There's they They don't tell anybody. They just know things, including like they know like. Which movies, for example, um,
5: mm-hmm.
0: which horror movies are the most disturbing because of the ones people don't finish, which I think yes. is maybe not quite accurate because I've stopped, I don't want, I stop watching movies when I can't
2: watch them anymore. Yeah. But I guess a mm-hmm.
0: combination of that and the rating uh, gives them an idea of which ones are the yeah. most
2: disturbing. Netflix is talk gone. about, oh, sorry. Guys. I was going to say, Netflix has gotten me and a lot of Americans actually interested in Formula One. Which nobody else has ever done in history. <laughs> yeah. There
4: you go. Yeah. It's,
0: it's weird. Well, Al, what were you saying?
4: I was like, the reason why shows like Supernatural might be exceptions to the rules because it's not about the show as much as the brand. Mm-hmm. Like, the idea was to, pro- the idea was probably to make money off of the brand, not the show. And that mm-hmm. the show was just going on to keep brand awareness going and to profit that. off of that.
5: Mm-hmm. Like, I don't that- know about
4: that. Because
0: Kripke, I remember, sorry, Kripke, the the um the the creator of the show apparently had planned on them fighting Satan. Spoiler alert for like a now a fifteen year old uh, plot point uh, in like season hey, seven we or something. Got there
6: yet. Oh on. no! <laughs> yeah.
0: Spo- further spoiler alert: they they don't die, and they just kept on going. So I think like um. Hmm. Hmm. I just think that some things are 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 fire. I don't think you can determine what is great enough. What's what's really impressive is when a show knows uh, mm. when it's had enough and can actually have the room to say this is this is our finale. This is how we want to wrap things up. So, kind of tying it back in to Geek, geek Tweak Week uh, and uh, Stranger Things is what I felt was super big news from the podcasting world is. Uh, I'm there's gonna about a, this. there's a 6 episode i think uh stranger things and a book and a, book, and a book. Uh, scripted <laughs> podcast for uh one of robin. the characters robin right so that's awesome i love expanding uh, the mm-hmm. universe and giving people other mediums in which to watch something where it's really going to be mm-hmm. maybe cost prohibitive to do a po- uh, like a full series on one character, yeah. but a podcast series. I works. mean, that's pretty cool.
6: I would watch a Robin mini series, but I understand why they're not making it. Right, like, I get it, well,
0: the, but I'm, I'm excited
6: well, to read. The that's
2: because everybody wants that Steve miniseries
3: Don't <laughs> 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 know. Yeah, you know, gearing up for that one, right? The offshoot. Steve's Steve the babysitter,
6: yeah. babysitters yeah. club featuring Steve. <laughs> that would
3: <laughs> be an it. interesting crossover. Yeah. They did oh, also have that kind of yeah. un, unusual thing as well. Like again, on Stranger Things, the um, that drive-in experience. What is that, that was I was. I mean, I, I. It's a stage show that sort of summarizes Stranger Things. Yeah. But, you, but it's. But it's. But it's. You drive in. It's a drive-in. Theater thing, it was. Yeah. I, I I did not. I don't know. It maybe it I was a lot of images really and theater.
4: colors and people being hung up by wires. Uh, what you had yeah. though. What
6: are you describing for... Spider Man like
4: <laughs> Spider Man? Turn off the dark. No.
0: Although, we, wait a minute. Maybe
4: no.
6: Maybe <laughs> some overlap.
0: Yeah. Does anyone know what the it was? I think it was a promotion for season three. I think they're gearing uh, season four. So four. They're gearing yeah, I think
4: It was a promo for season four.
0: I also think that we sound a lot like people who uh, don't understand why the teenagers go to uh, the planetarium to watch the laser light show. Like, what are you
5: doing? <laughs>
0: I, I mean, teenagers in the right. planetarium well, all night. What are they doing? Yeah. yeah we, I'm just think not that.
1: sure. Like, <laughs> is that a show they are going to show on Netflix that you can watch on Netflix or is it a I, production I they're putting on?
4: I think it's just a, a bit they were doing for geeked week. I think.
0: Yeah. I, I think they're gradually gearing up for um, those pop-up events that used to happen back in the before times and the long Uh long ago. Uh, I remember there was there was a bar or something. Yes, I have friends who
6: went to that bar in like Brooklyn. The the theme Stranger Things and had the lights on the wall, the whole deal.
0: Right, and all that stuff obviously faded away last year, and I think they're gradually creeping them back up. Drive-in theater is a smart place to try it because of the inherently socially distanced aspect to it. I'm sure we're going to get B-roll of it somewhere in some <laughs> compendium of all the wonderful things that are going to happen in season, season four. And I am really excited because I think I really do. So far, this cast hasn't gotten weird Right, and that's mm. the big danger mm. of having little kids who have spent so many years in a role. You get, they get really weird out in the wild. And <laughs> I don't I haven't seen that yet. So I'm I'm pulling for them. I hope this works out. And Mo, Enolia Holmes was a really good movie. It was very cute. We like uh, it. Yeah.
2: What has me excited for season four is nineteen eighty six is the year the national release of the NES in America.
0: Oh, nice! So There's oh, at least I one episode
3: that. about that. <laughs> it's going to be one episode about them, like like camping out overnight to get one, or is that? I don't know. I don't remember 1986 was well enough. I know I was alive, but I well, it is now. I don't. I don't know that it was back then. I don't know. It might have just been too much that of an. Modern, I remember modern, a year modern. later in modern
2: 1987 continuous. in first grade, getting made fun of because I only had an Atari.
4: That That's will probably head. be a thing, though. Well, yeah. yeah. like, because uh, what's his name got the Atari. So that'll probably be a thing, like, what are you doing playing with that baby's toy? (laughs) Yeah,
0: I'm just hoping it's pretty much 100% crossover with the toys they made us, that there's no original creepy footage in Stranger Things 4. It's just cross-promotion for other Netflix properties. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of which, Cowboy Bebop came up in day two. I think that's great. Um, We got a release date, don't we? I think we Uh, do. Or maybe we had that one from before. I think we have a release date for uh, Sandman, which is amazing. Almost oh, no footage, man. which makes sense because they're just now. Oh, really yeah. Did you watch Behind video? Behind the
2: scenes
0: oh, we gotta take turns. We have to really take turns, or this is gonna be a nonsense. But yes, Gwen, you say something. Did I so watch what?
6: The they shared a video of like set design and some of the Neil Gaiman like walking you through and talking about how it was basically like stepping into a dream, which is like oh, cute, exactly what you want it to be. Um, mm-hmm. I'm excited about mm-hmm. it. I'm not like. A mega fan of Sandman, but I do love his other works. My youngest sibling is very into it.
0: So, anybody here a mega fan of uh, either Neo Game or Sandman specifically? Sadly, (laughs) no. I love it. Oh my God. I cut my teeth on it in college. Uh, Dave, what about you? Are you super psyched about this?
2: Uh, Yeah, especially because of the um, casting. Yeah. Especially that they got a non binary actor for um, Desire. That's really cool, yeah. But and, I mean, um, Sandman helped just shaped my views on some things with sexuality and gender. And my copy of Game of You—if you ever read that arc—has little tear stains in it.
0: Oh, that's so cool! It's such a—I mean, it's such a seminal book for making comics. Uh, mature for like a wide, uh, actually lineup.
2: mature and not just yeah. guns and boobs.
0: <laughs> well, I mean that they could be very mature, but yes, like <laughs> we're like sophisticated mature. It was both mainstream, successful, and actually you know relatively adult orientated and really good. And for those of you who are on Tumblr and follow uh, Neil Gaiman, he has been doing uh, an amazing job recently answering asks of him, uh, including. A couple of who are you? Uh, <laughs> which people have been answering in increasingly ridiculous iterations of confusing him with other Neils? Uh, it's been like doing it's this thousands years of years
2: on Tumblr.
5: It's yeah.
0: crazy. If you really just go in there and just have a day where you're just scrolling through all the different things Neil and his friends have claimed that he is. But yeah, I'm I'm excited about the Sandman and, and I'm super excited about Cowboy Bebop. I hope it will be given the respect it deserves. Um, mm. Yeah, I really enjoy it. I know that um, somebody involved, who who was confirmed on day two? Somebody specific. I'm trying to look um, at my notes. Was it, oh, okay. Yeah, Yoko Kano is coming back as the composer. That's great. Nice, um, nice. And I'm pretty sure, although I can't find my notes right now, I'm pretty sure the release date for both of those have been announced. That's cool. I'm excited about it. Um, There's
2: Trepidatious about Cowboy Bebop just because live action anime has failed us so many times before. Elite Battle Angel was pretty good.
5: I've heard it was surprisingly good. good. Yeah, but yeah,
2: I I think I need to watch that. I love the manga.
0: Yeah, I think Mm -hmm. it's appropriate to be a little cautious because you can only be hurt so many times by Mm -hmm. uh, geek properties. Anybody else have anything else from Geeked Week that we should? Yeah, there was the Katie
4: Sackoff project.
0: What is the Katie Sackoff project?
4: It's the uh, the TV show Another Life that's the that she produced and starred, that She's produced and is also starring in, where they find an artifact on Earth that's alien and they go into space and uh, mm-hmm. like the the yeah. the guy that plays Derek in Teen Wolf is in it. Um, oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like Al. Recapping, like, isn't in
4: this, in this, is this TV show besides Katie Sackoff? It's like it's a guy from Teen Wolf. <laughs> oh, that's pretty <laughs> neat. Michael J. J. Fox? No, the TV show Teen Wolf, not the not the movie Teen Wolf. I would
0: I would watch a Michael J. Fox uh, return to television. I'm I'm excited about that. Yeah. Um, yeah I, don't, I don't know if there was anything else exciting from certainly from day one. Um, mm. Just some stuff about Army of the Dead, which I've heard is
4: enjoyable. It's supposed to be like yeah. one of the biggest. Everyone uh, I've previously. I've heard talk about it says it's okay. Yeah.
1: I had fun I'm, with it. It's not amazing. That's a
4: back-of-the-box quote,
2: if there ever is one. Everybody (laughs) I talk to about it says it's okay. Jen, what were you saying?
1: Um, I had a lot of fun with it. It definitely wasn't amazing. It it wasn't even up to the standards of um, Zack Snyder's first zombie movie, The Dawn of the Dead remake from the early 2000s, which is surprisingly amazing. I hate everything else he's done basically, but that movie is solid. <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah, Army of the Dead is not on that same level. It's much sillier, but um I will say one thing, the zombie tiger is amazing because when it attacks, it does it like a real kitty cat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I, I've i also heard part of geek tweak is that that tiger was modeled off of a tiger that Carol Baskins is, if I remember the name correctly, from Tiger King. <laughs> yeah. had, oh boy! You mean from is,
6: Dancing with the Stars?
0: Yes, that's what I meant. Of course. Obviously. Uh, <laughs> but like, I'm the. I don't even. I don't know how that works. That did they? How do they model the tiger? They put the tiger in official. a mocap
4: suit, and then they have right. a little balls around. all and over him.
0: That yeah. must be I guess it. So that's just case. commitment to to again Netflix cross branding. <laughs> All right. um, uh, Let's talk a little bit. Umbrella Academy uh, season three. I'm going to. I want. uh, I want Jen to have the spotlight here, but I do have some awesome graphics I would like to share with everyone. We have (laughs) Uh the most important details of all, deep, (laughs) thick information that we need to share with everyone. Right there, you can all like make room and try to find it. Right there. We have episode titles.
2: cut out. I have actually never <laughs> watched Umbrella Academy.
0: Okay, well, so uh, let's see. The Umbrella Academy, we've got our season three titles. We've got Meet the Family, World's Biggest Ball of Twine, Pocket <laughs> Full of Lightning, n- Google Blitz. Google Blitz*, Kindest Cut, interesting, Marigold, Off Vita Send, oh no.
5: Mm. Oh no. Off Waiting as as at the as End, as end as of the as World, as who? The... And
0: Six Bells and Oblivion. All right. So uh, I don't know if I could share that throughout this. Who wants to be part of this conversation? Al, have you actually watched Umbrella Academy?
4: I have not. I I All read right. half Thanks. of the original uh, graphic novel, and that's it. I,
0: I'm going to cut you off immediately and remove you from the stream. <laughs> I'll put you back in a minute, I swear. <laughs> Same thing with Dave. Goodbye. And now we have a little bit more room. Uh, Russell, I can remove you as well if you need a break oh, from I, Jen
3: Rogers. I'm, I'm happy to hear what she has to say, so I'll hang in. <laughs> Good answer. You have uh, opinions too. You have I umbrella do. Opinions. I do. I do have, yes. have, have umbrella opinions.
5: All
0: right. And I've already talked to Gwen about this, so she wants to be in it. So, um, what do we think about all of these? Let me see if we could pull that up and share it without,
5: well, without
6: I'm overwhelming. we all just lean to the side again? <laughs> yeah, we can do that. <laughs>
1: It's definitely fun information for the speculating fans to sink their teeth into, but I do feel a little misled. They made it seem like it was a first look. <laughs> so I wanted for sure, clips. Would, yeah, for and sure, I got titles. Got, at least get like a couple stills or um, I know that episode one is supposed to be mostly edited now. So maybe a short clip from episode one. I don't know. But the titles is something. I'll take it. I'll
0: take it. That's very kind of you. Uh, so yeah, my, I feel like this is a. Um, oh, we're on a little bit of delay, but yeah, I feel like this is a um, maybe a last minute. Our production schedule for this hit show has already been set up. We don't have time for geeked week right now, but here, mm-hmm. take this. I <laughs>
5: yeah. feel
0: like that might be it. A, little um, about about a lot of
3: the stuff a lot of their stuff. Mm-hmm. I felt that way that they were just kind of like, you know, Oh yeah, we are doing this thing. Oh, uh, we got something to show, you know? I Does mean, especially. Feel... Yeah.
6: Does it feel a little bit like they realized that the world was opening back up and we weren't all like automatically going to sit on our couches and watch all their stuff anymore. And they were like, Ooh, <laughs> Ooh, we might need to like draw them back in. Diabolical. And they go
0: outside. <laughs> Diabolical. Diabolical accusation. <laughs> From Gwen regarding Netflix, <laughs> I don't know if they have that kind of power, but I am prepared to have a lengthy conversation about it. Um, I don't yeah, know. no, it's, uh, I feel like Netflix would
1: it, have been happy to put out more stills. I think it, I think it's the umbrella team themselves and Steve, the producer. I think they're the ones going all mystery box on it. That's what he's I think. been clamping
3: down. He's been clamping down pretty hard now. Actually, there's been a lot of fan speculation. Jen, Jen, of course, is the Primary uh, uh, person to talk about this, but he—he's—he's um, he's actually been on the social media is kind of like warning people off from too much speculation and and so on. Like I don't know, like he, a lot of his stuff on the Netflix is like how much they love the fans, they love their speculation and so on. But a few days, er- you know, before that, he was like asking some people, "Hey, please stop, please stop sharing your sneaky behind the scenes photos of the set."
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so on Friday. Um, this past Friday, they they were building a pretty elaborate set. Um, I guess since he was so worried about spoilers, I won't say what it was, but I don't think it ruined anything about the plot, but, um, they were building this elaborate set out in the middle of the public street. People can see it from the street. People can see it from their apartment windows. And there's some (laughs) accounts that are even crazier than I am just gathering it all in one place and, uh. I think Steve had a fit of frustration and he started saying to to one of these girls, and she's like a 16-year-old girl. I feel awful for you. He was like, why do you want to wreck this for the other fans? And he was like, a real fan wouldn't ruin it for other fans. And I was like, oh no! That's (laughs) terrible!
0: Maybe this is all just like uh, like an alternate reality game that has something to do with (laughs) season 3 where everybody's in on it. Yeah, I mean... I get. I, I don't. I really don't like having things spoiled. Even though you know that the world is changing and what we think about as spoilers is is you know, it's changing, right? But mm-hmm. I, at some point, just I would. I love to have fan interaction. Be so obsessed that they're following you and yeah. taking grainy photos of your your set. Uh, I don't Doesn't know.
1: that mean you've made it? <laughs> like as a yeah. creator.
0: <laughs> I guess I, I
1: have. I have a theory. Right now they're um, shooting episode seven. Out of ten, I think they're in the home stretch. They are starting to maybe have some reveals that they feel uh, carry some real weight, and mm-hmm. maybe maybe only now they're starting to get really extra sensitive about like, no, we want this to be a secret. Like that's kind of what I think might be happening. Oh, yeah. my mom Whoa. loves me. <laughs> Yay!
0: <laughs> For those listening to the podcast, uh, uh, Jen's mom loves her. Yeah, I think I think that's a very um, astute observation, and I do believe. I think we're gonna get more complicated, plotty things, which mm-hmm. is not really a shame, but not necessary. Like it's character all the way for me for this show, and I mm. for everyone I've ever talked to, my nieces and nephews love this show, and they spend uh, my. I have one sister who has like five kids. I don't know. Why is it like she has five kids and they all argue about know? who they are. <laughs> I'm not really sure. It's just a n- number, but they constantly like discuss who each of them are on the show. It has nothing to do with whatever the pot of the, the overarching thing is. It's all about characters. So God, you're such a close.
3: Yeah. <laughs> the, well, now they're going to have to add the sparrows, too. So, uh oh, yeah, they'll have even more. <laughs>
0: oh, it... good. Put on your readers and try to look at this thing because it's gonna be hard uh, yeah, but yes yeah, okay so...
1: to talk about it um as though people have seen season two because the existence of the sparrows alone is a little spoilery
0: i think so i think it's been quite a while and you know we were now that we're saying we're about to do it you can tune it tune in again in another like 10 minutes okay. um <laughs> yeah i um I'm excited to see The Sparrows. I've not read any of the the, the comics, and I'm a big Same. comic person. I've never read any of them. Uh, in fact, it's, it all kind of blew over my head, like, oh, this is a rock star's comic book. Some sort of vanity project that I don't need to care about. And I now uh, kind of want to... <laughs> <laughs> saw that. Uh, yeah. I, I, but I do. I might want to revisit that. But uh, let's... let's um, do well, we want to do the recap so far now nah, or do you want to just go through the episode titles and think But we're we're going to assume that you've seen enough of the show to know the characters names as we bring them up is that good okay, okay. All sure. Right.
6: it would mm. take forever to go over all their names anyway
0: yes meet the family has to be meeting the sparrows right our, our heroes Hi. just came yeah. in That's mm-hmm. all, all right it
1: really can be um and we don't know if they're gonna have like immediately just a big drag them down fight we don't know if it's going to be a big battle or if they're just going to have to talk some shit out or if they're just going to immediately run away like we have oh, no come idea, on. right
3: we're, maybe all of these umbrella academy. yeah it's umbrella academy we're going to do all three of those things <laughs>
1: yes
5: klaus
3: exactly. is going to run from the room luther's going to start punching somebody you know <laughs> allison's going to start talking things out While while you know while uh, uh, diego throws knives i mean it's I'm, yep
1: Hoping that the presence of Sparrow Ben will be enough to keep Klaus from just immediately running away, but uh, I guess we'll see.
5: Mm.
1: Um, yes,
0: I, I think that's I think that's fair, and hopefully the the family the are uh, the Umbrella Academy proper are going to stick together a little bit longer because I love the dynamic between all of them. Although if they pair off, that's fine as long as not it's not like out they're fun alone in bunches. Both. Yeah, they're
6: fun uh, in little all right. clusters.
0: World's biggest bowl of twine feels like a road trip episode. It does. Um yeah, so it's got to be a, a on location somewhere. Maybe we're going to uh touch base with Hazel again. Uh I don't know, nice. it feels like he might be out in the Midwest doing something with the world's biggest bowl a, of twine.
3: We're in an alternate timeline now, so yeah, he isn't necessarily he hasn't necessarily met the same fate from season 2 because timeline shifts. So I always who knows. Get mixed can bring up with have timeline
6: shifts like that.
3: Yeah.
6: <laughs> like see, God. that's what I always. Whenever we're watching, and my husband, who's sitting on the couch over there, hates when there's <laughs> alternate timelines. Like he rants and raves and rails against them. Meanwhile, I'm like, but on the other hand, like now we get to see all those characters again. Maybe, possibly, but are they still, or did they not? I don't know. I always get
5: confused. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah when I, when I see the title "World's Biggest Ball of Twine," definitely like varies the tourist attraction angle. But I also think like okay so they changed the timeline so now Reggie did not adopt them so now are there a bunch of them still in their countries of origin, is there a Klaus in Germany, is there a Vanya in Russia. Is oh, there a in Latin America.
0: That's um, neat.
1: And does Allison's daughter still exist, probably not. Um, Dave is probably alive now. Uh, Patch, the cop from season one, is probably alive now. I just feel like it's all a tangled ball of different plots that, and I feel like it's, I feel like it's really going to be hard to untangle it. Mm. Um, You have all the, like,
3: hence the ball of twine, (laughs) the perfect metaphor. (laughs) That's that's great that's yeah that
0: is great I like that I like that much better than a road trip episode although if they just meet the sparrows and they're like let's hang out and they go <laughs> on see, I'm okay with it I'm totally on board for all of that um I uh let's see pocket full of lightning mm, no know. idea
3: mm. could be anybody
1: nothing.
3: yeah I, I lightning... don't know
6: her... Makes me think of of like, oh, Dave in the chat is saying Thor. Um, <laughs> I was just about to say it yeah. makes me think of like a fight with like explosive power. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: okay, yeah, that could work.
6: Could be anyone.
0: <laughs> uh, the next one, Cudgel Blitz. I have no idea what that means. Google Blitz. It's, Google Blitz. Um, oh, sorry. Did
1: someone okay, what is that?
0: It? Nope.
1: It has something to do with a black hole. Um, it's it's a terminology um, in astrophysics about something that becomes a black hole. Um, I believe it also refers to like a particular kind of tank or other heavy weapon. So okay. I don't know. It could be either as far as I'm concerned or yeah. both.
0: So that feels like it could be a, a Vanya focused episode or it could be a um, Klaus focused episode, uh, depending on, you know, if we're going to be... Revisiting the Klaus as soldier, well, uh, which mm. I do want them to, but I don't want yes. them to necessarily just see him in a war somewhere. I want him to get some closure and or yeah something. Yeah. Uh, kindest cut uh, is this a? So the only time I've ever heard of this was uh, it's a thing that uh, comedian filmmaker Ed uh, and um, uh, host of the Kevin Geeks Out Show does is a kindest cut, where he de- he takes a terrible arguably terrible movie and cuts it down to its essential ten minutes, which are great. Uh, other than that, it's like, is this a, a Shakespeare quote? Is it a is this a reference to the unkindest cut? Is mm-hmm. someone gonna get Julius
3: Caesared? I mean I, I, yeah. I'm expecting Diego's gonna be the focus on this because knives. So. Okay. <laughs> knives out <I laughs> that's, seen... that's
1: I'm not convinced this is true, but I've seen uh, people um Say that it could be about uh, Vanya getting a haircut or top surgery. Okay. Um, All, right. All right. And I am desperate for Trans Vanya. I just have to say. Um, yeah. And that I could think be very it's plausible. I think it's very possible the show will go there. Trans Vanya, please. Let's go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think it's definitely a possibility. Um, Marigold.
1: Okay. Okay. In in the video, Steve Blackman was like, fans will know what this speeds, and everybody was like, What is he talking
5: about? <laughs> this guy's a jerk.
1: Um so I looked into it and according to like the visual effects guy, um,
0: <laughs> um This okay. is very disturbing. Jen. <laughs> This is very disturbing. Okay. I mean, but like, this is a public record of what the visual effects guy said. You didn't like follow up to his own, (laughs) (laughs) ask (laughs) him.
1: Yeah. So I was
6: waiting outside, and when he came to to his his (laughs) car,
1: (laughs) he said, "Um, "No, it has to do with um, their powers, the origin of their powers. Apparently, um, there's a scene in space where Reginald has this jar." And it right. it, and out come these uh, glowing lights, and supposedly that starts out as the formation of a marigold, and they're calling those glowing orbs the marigold. Okay. And uh, supposedly, went, well, I'm not going to go any further than that.
0: <laughs> no, that's that's fine. All right, that's interesting. Avita Zan, of course. That looks like it could be a. We're saying goodbye to a character. Um, hopefully, not.
1: So long farewell. I'm thinking a Klaus-centric episode. I hope it's nothing too terribly sad. Or maybe closure with Dave, the soldier.
0: That would be Uh, nice.
1: I need closure on that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, which we might get in this. Oh, man, if we get the same thing in Wedding of the End of the World would be interesting. Oh, my
1: God. Send those two down the aisle. I doubt it's them. But if they're the ones getting married, I will lose my mind.
0: That would be I ship it. Yeah. Uh, although Vita Zen, if it ends up being a sound of music kind of musical episode, I would also be okay I with that. I
6: would love that.
0: Yeah, I'm okay with that. I like that. Musical uh,
6: episode all the way.
0: Six bells. It um rings a bell. What's six bells? What does that sound? Does anyone well, I I'm, I'm gonna duck into the private chat to see if anybody's screaming it's nautical? Probably- yeah, it's 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 a pirate themed episode. Oh, Maybe. it's
1: a pirate pig <laughs>
6: the ship's bells uh, at dawn
0: yeah I,
5: and then I assume
1: um, it has to do with the six um, umbrellas who are not been doing something maybe going to the hotel oblivion maybe the mm. the bells on the counter I don't know I don't know
5: well
0: it would track with the last episode which would be oblivion um, so for those of you who are big into character what uh, this seems like it's a plot heavy season, but that doesn't mean obviously that character development can not happen. Uh, there's a lot of plenty of interesting ways that all these characters can evolve, uh, evolve over this season. I'm excited to see any of it. What is one thing you want to pull everyone who's a fan? What's one thing you want to see in season three? Okay. Uh, Russell, you go first. We'll, we'll leave Jen for the end.
3: <laughs> oh God. It, i mean we've we've talked about hazel making appearance and i love hazel so it would be fun for him to come back but i think i also do like like we had those huge power you know show off showing people showing off their powers to like peak effect at the start of season two and then at the very end of season two i would kind of like to see a little more superpower crazy stuff especially now that we have a a whole other team of supers i think we have more reason for people to be doing the crazy, you know, like over the top stuff. And I mean, the budget's got to be there by now. I mean, look at how many people want to see this show.
0: Right. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, I should have went first for having the least uh, uh, for being the host just to get it out of the way. Uh, I want to see more Ben stuff. Low key -key things. I just want to see more Ben doing Ben things. But actually seeing them go full superpower Russell would be a great idea. Gwen, what do you what do you want to see?
6: I want, now that we've said it, I want like a musical episode. I want them to sing and dance and dance and all of that. I think that would be great. Um, I love it when any show has dancing. Um, Yeah. But also for Andy, I want like the emotional family drama because he always complains it's a crying episode. And I want him to have reason to be crying at (laughs) the show. So I want the the family juicy drama Hmm. relationship stuff.
3: All Steve right, and did,
0: Jen if... did tease. Oh, so go Steve, ahead, Russell.
3: He did tease. They're going to have even better needle drops in this one. So you should look for even more fun, you know, mm-hmm. music to show up in this one.
0: Oh, nice. Good. Let's see. All <laughs> right, uh, Jen, if you could limit it to one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, I'll just do one. Um, I'm a pretty serious uh, Klaus Stan, and I feel like they dropped the ball with him in season two. In season one, he was sort of comedic comedy relief, but they did take his arc seriously. He was really growing. And then uh, season two just kind of dropped it and went back to just comedic relief with occasional drama. But I feel like they really um, let the growth kind of stagnate and um, I'm hoping there will be some more uh, development for him and him actually using his powers I was very angry that there were basically no ghosts in season two, except for that really powerful, amazing uh, opening scene that was then undone. Um, Yeah, yeah, that's my hope. All
0: right. I think these are all fair, fair uh, points to make. Uh, I hope all our dreams come true. Uh, My dream is coming true right now as I uh, reintroduce Al and Dave to the stream. Um,
2: Good contribution, guys, in the private chat. (laughs) I have so much fun speculating on stuff I've never seen before because I can just (laughs) say whatever I want and it's right.
0: And there's yeah there's a at least a 90% chance of it being based on a Nirvana song called Marigold. Agreed. <laughs> uh to go back to our uh agenda. I know we're 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 uh-huh. running a little late but we have plenty of time oh, because the I times be are our time is infinite and we never said where we were going to stop. So let's get our tears update uh, those of you who sure. are following Russell on social media. You got a big release today. Uh yeah. talk to us about it, Russell.
3: Sure. Um yeah, so um um, a couple of weeks ago, I released sort of, sort of, you know, the the quick start version of my upcoming tabletop role playing game, The Tears of a Machine. Um, it's you know young adult drama and giant robot combat. Um, I released a you know a quick start sort of a sample, and um, today I actually released that same content as an audio book, uh, which is important to me because I mean a big part of my you know drive to to make this this version of the of the game is to actually have a more accessible audiobook version out there so this is kind of it's kind of proof of concept um you know uh, 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 you you need a a special e-reader in order to have it play back unfortunately because it's just not as widespread as i would have hoped it would be by now to have these accessible books but um yeah but i've got got that out there and when the real Book when the complete thing, which is all written by the way, uh, when the real book is is kickstarted and funded and all that, I'm going to have a whole bunch of uh, podcasters and streamers and other game designers, uh, you know, record uh, uh, the audio for it, including a, a certain uh, Frank Hablawi who's going to going to cover a, a chapter of it in there. Um, so yeah, it won't just be me droning on. You'll get to hear all these great, exciting people, you know, read the book to you. So also. Yeah. Yeah
5: yeah
0: and i've actually i have tried the um the the screen reader uh function and it does make following the the written words so much you have a little sample youtube video or Mm -hmm. uh, vivio vimeo movie um video and it does make reading along so much easier um i didn't realize how much of a uh auditory learner i am so like Mm reading it through is helpful for me, but hearing it read out to me as I'm reading it through is very helpful. So that's
3: fun. That's, that's the great thing about it. Honestly. I mean, you know, people kind of think of accessibility tools as being like for, a blind reader or a dyslexic reader. But I mean, everybody learns better with sort of a multimedia experience. So, you know, that's why I figure it's just got to be out there. I think more people can appreciate it. Dyslexia is a lot more common than people know, honestly. So mm-hmm. I think that people who, you know, don't necessarily know that they have a mild dyslexia will, you know, will, will really find this easier to pick up when they can, you know, read along the text highlighted on screen. They have a human voice speaking to them instead of a synthesized computer voice. You know, I. I want to make it that kind of, kind of experience. I guess I should tell people where to find it Um, at robot claw at robot claw is my Twitter, where you can find it's my pinned post now. And if you hang around on itch.io, you can search for the tears of a machine SC and you'll see the page for it up there. So yeah, you know, I, even if it's not your, your, your bag, please just, you know, take a look at it, you know, take it for a run and uh, let me know what you think. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm hoping I'm doing this uh, uh, for uh, uh, to try and broaden the audience in a way. So,
0: yes, uh, I think it's a it's a great idea. Uh, and uh, just to narrow the audience a bit for a second, uh, Jen and Russell, what's it like working together? Married couple working on a creative project. Uh, I need to know the d- juicy details. Uh,
1: it's it it's interesting. Um I, well, we worked on the first edition together, and this is now the second edition. Hmm. And um, I kind of like the evolution from the last one to this one. The last time I was, uh, I feel like I was pretending to be someone else. I was uh, doing like an anime style stuff, which isn't which isn't my style. And this time we had kind of an awkward start uh, working on the art. And eventually I kind of had the realization like, I want this work to feel like it's mine, like that. It comes from me and, um, and Russell is totally cool with that. And, uh, I think that the end result of what we're getting now is, is so much better. What do you think, Russ?
3: <laughs> no, I, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's the thing. I kind of told you not so much like, Oh, Hey, I want this specific style. I just kind of showed you some of my inspirations and, you know, you're able to, uh, um, you know to run with that. I mean, Jen is kind of our art director, so she actually uh, we found a couple of other artists as well to supplement, and she's been great in you know in in uh, uh, working with them as well to uh, you know to to uh, uh, coach along. So we have a consistent vision and so, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's been I think it's been really good. I really love the stuff that uh, that Jen is turning out, and I'm looking forward to sharing more of it soon. And it's
5: what easy to a...
1: get out of chores. Um, if you want to be like. <laughs> I could either uh, help cook or I could work on the cover. Your
0: choice. Fine. Yeah. Smart. Very <laughs> smart. One of our comments in the private chat is Learning Ally. Yes, I noticed the software as well. I was like, yeah.
6: I just Googled your Twitter stuff and was like, wait a minute. I use that with yep. my students.
0: All Which the is time. helpful. Yeah, yeah. Get get the tools that they're using, people mm-hmm. are using anyways. Yeah, smart. So following both of you on social media, um, I, I love the moment where I noticed like Jen was like, this is it. I'm in the groove. I love this thing I'm drawing. Should I live stream my drawing? And I'm like, yes, live stream your drawing, live stream your drawing. <laughs> you should. Right
5: now.
3: You should. I Get would love to see that.
0: It'd be so great. Uh but my the highlight for me, I don't know why, is uh the Easter egg of the little cat and, yes. and the fact that it has blown up. Every time I see people talking about it, like, I see the cat. It's this little cat <laughs> next to this giant mech. That I don't, I guess, was it an afterthought? It's just like a little Easter egg. And I, as far as I know, people who have not been told it exists found it independently and are like, cat. <laughs> and I'm like, that's what the internet's for. Yeah.
3: I love Identifying it. Identifying cat. cat. Mm-hmm. Love it. The
0: internet Enjoy. is for cats. Yeah.
5: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Uh, let, let's, all right, let's transition uh, off into. Uh, very quickly, for those of you who've been tuning in, waiting with bated breath for our locate coverage, book club. We've been promising this for quite a while. I think we have a good idea. This is kind of uh, a brainchild of Gwen and myself, and not at all James Carolyn, who couldn't be bothered to be on this show today he's <laughs> traveling the world
2: with in his Las family. Vegas. What a jerk! Working. Does that? Um, Las Vegas, more like lost wages
0: yes that's what he's doing no wait no no <laughs> so hopefully hopefully you're doing well james yeah but uh so we've been we, we've done book club before we've been trying to do another one for a while the first book club i think we did was many years ago and it was like um
6: i was i was pregnant when we did that book club
0: it was a no, there was a darker, darker shade of magic
6: oh dark, like the way pre- back before that book club the way
0: back before one was uh jules verne's <laughs> mysterious island and it was a tie in to Lost,
2: which was still on the air.
0: Like, oh, we're going to do that because we're talking about Lost. And we we'll would be a oh, oh.
2: um, stupidest, stupidest idea. See, I, mean. um, I love reading. I read all the time, but I do not like being told what to read. So,
5: this is
6: surprisingly, a lot of people don't enjoy being told what to read. I teach. English to high school students. <laughs> so I have a lot of experience with telling people what to read and then telling me, I don't want to. Um, so I, get knows that. I get that. Uh, yeah. And you know what goes over really well? Independent reading where it's like, you know what? You get to pick a book, any book, whatever book you like, and you're just you're going to read it and then you're going to tell us about it.
5: And that's Somehow basically what we're doing here. S- <laughs> that's that's
2: what what you're you're doing. I liked all the books they assigned and I finished them so fast. The teacher assigned me extra books. That's
5: what and I, I, I want to know those.
6: what the curriculum was for your senior. Was it like world lit? Was it Brit lit? Was it like kind of um, age literature? What was the deal?
2: I don't know. There's a theme. I remember, um, brave new world, um, Ooh, dystopia. desire.
6: Okay.
2: Um, American lit, American lit, maybe. Um, Brave New World isn't all this British.
0: Well, um, if you know yeah, what Dave's high school, uh, is uh
2: American <laughs> um, <laughs> Dante's Inferno. List, well,
0: uh, write it down on a nine uh, three by five inch index card and mail it into the studio, and then we'll find you and make you very. Uh,
2: I I totally. Did not read all these books like 21 years ago. I did not graduate college, uh, high school 21 years ago.
0: Oh, was this a college thing?
2: No. Well, yeah, then it it's irrelevant. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Okay, but seriously. So what we are doing, as Gwen gave us a wonderful transition that we stepped all over, is we are in fact reading um, uh, on our own. We're doing choose uh, your
6: own adventure book club. Choose your own
0: adventure book club. So uh, I guess the. M- we're going to try it out. We don't really know. We talked a little bit about it last week. Uh, I think we might suggest a few titles that are really good, That some, or at least tell people in advance what we're reading so s- some people can opt in and be like, oh, I, I actually also wanted to read that, and having a reading buddy would be good. But for the most part, we're just going to touch base every once in a while, talk about the books we're reading, and really just discuss the act of reading and what it brings, how it brings joy to all of us involved. Uh, I know reading is one of the things one of the few things I can do that never bothers me. Does that make any sense? like <laughs> i I could uh, watch movies and I'll watch a movie that kind of gets on gets under my skin. Or a, a TV series that gets under my skin. I can communicate on social media, and it almost always does. Uh, but there's something about actually reading a book that I'm like, this just turns off all the, the background noise of the world, and I can just immerse myself. So I think it's nice to get into that habit. The problem is, without anybody else, without no, without a social structure, you just it's hmm. all on you when you're free time.
2: Oh I wish so I think did that's this... a good idea earlier because when i was reading um christopher Paolini's um sci-fi book last year um, to sleep in the field of stars or to dream in the field of stars i wanted to just rant and rave about how great it was for hours on end because seriously one of the best sci-fi novels i ever read i just loved that book
0: I think you could probably get away with it uh, now. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to pick first. Uh, there may be a couple of them. If I pick enough uh, short books, do you Depending have any on ideas? how
6: often we actually talk about things, you're going to hear about different books. Because right. mm-hmm. if I really like mm-hmm. a book, I'll tear right through it. So, yeah.
0: When do you have any ideas of books you, you want us to maybe to to, to start off with uh, as a suggestion, again, for anybody to pick up their own thing? or? So
6: one of the things that I know I've been – reading and working my way through currently was inspired by netflix um the bridgerton books like oh
0: nice normally
6: i would pick up the book before i watch the show this time everyone was all like oh my god gotta watch the show gotta watch the show so now i'm working my way through and the beauty of it is there's eight bridgerton siblings and they each get a book so i will probably be talking about bridgerton books for a while um
0: that's a good idea
6: that's that's like the first thing that i'm picking up and then i just have a couple of like Things that have been sitting on my nightstand, um, you know, I got I got this one, Jennifer Wiener, Big Summer. Excited about that. Some body positivity and female friendships. Um, yeah, and then I know there was something that James was pumped to read, and now I can't remember what it was.
0: I have a couple. <laughs> we'll have to of, check in I, with him later. I actually have a couple of game books and what uh, whatnot that I've kickstarted that I'd like to even try to do just to to get something off my shelf again, that books that, that nightstand collection, something other than like, uh, I don't know the, the, the books I've been forcing myself to read for a while. Um, anybody else have a one that they can think of that they might uh, want to launch? Dave, do you have one?
2: Yeah, I'm reading right now. Um, a new, um, fantasy novel, realm breaker. Okay. Uh, Apparently this author wrote a bunch of YA novels i never read.
5: Um, huh. <laughs>
2: Red Queen series, I don't know. But I just love this novel because it has a himbo elf. Wait,
6: the the Red Queen series? Like like Victoria a- Aviard? Yeah. Yeah! Yes.
2: So yeah. Realm Breaker, I read that. <laughs> um, it has a himbo elf.
6: Okay, so she's got a new book out. I'm going to have to put that so, on my to-read list. Like,
2: nice. He's all like Gets stabbed And he just pulls out the knife And the other people are like Don't do that It's like silly humans I'm in my Why is all my blood falling out
0: <laughs> Oh interesting <laughs> Very nice But
2: very good at world building Because it She does it contextually It's not like an info dump You just What's this word mean And then you figure out What that term is From how people are talking about it It's a yeah. Very smooth, seamless, like world building that make really makes you feel like you've been in this series for a long time, even though it's the very first book.
0: Yeah, it's very hard to pull off. I think it's my my biggest problem with fantasy is when I'm like, I can't, I can't with the lexicon. I need to use real words, which is why I did tend towards see, urban fantasy. I think.
3: Did you see on the geeked Netflix thing? They actually had a spelling bee for word like for for made up words from oh, like that's Witcher. Awesome. And and yeah and shadow and bone and nobody got anything right because it was all just like this bizarre like you know double A's and you know and and, and umlauts and you know and and um, like it, it, yeah, the or was, you yeah, just have fantasy, to um, fantasy language
2: witcher you just have to find somebody that knows Polish and they'll tell you how to spell it <laughs> yep
3: there you
0: go oh my favorite thing Erwin Ir- when uh, knowing the language that the the series is based Audio on is full of book. full of spoilers. I think I've talked about this on a different podcast. There's something, I think, I guess I'm spoiling a Netflix show. I don't know the name of the Antichrist or something. There was something about, I think it was called the Messiah. Uh, and the main character's name in Arabic is Antichrist Jones. And I'm like, that's that's a little weird, isn't it? the so here's you call this a... guy Antichrist Jones? Does everybody else in the rest of the Harbors are like, what's going on with the show about Antichrist Jones that everybody's calling the Messiah? And I think Netflix was like, hey, stop. Stop talking Arabic. That's not <laughs> that's not cool. What are you doing? You're giving it away. You're giving it yeah, away. No, that's you fine. guys,
6: you're cheating. <laughs> you're just a no <laughs> wouldn't wreck it.
2: Yeah. So all uh, right. Here's the yeah. spoiler for like an almost 40-year-old movie and okay. john carpenter's the thing oh yeah um sweep the norwegian scientists are saying norwegian stop that's not really a dog it's a monster kill it
5: y- yeah
0: that's awesome. And also, like the story of people in Norway watching this going, I don't know why they're, why aren't they <laughs> like that? That is interesting. <laughs> no one's listening. Uh. <laughs> uh, although, in, in defense of John Carpenter, I don't know if somebody telling me that the monster killed that dog would cause me to c- kill that dog. Um, yeah. I'm one of those people who screamed about the cat in uh, Jen's mm-hmm. drawing, so I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, oh. like, yeah, he's a monster, but he's so cute. <laughs> He's a pet that would come everything. All right. So we have a plan. We're gonna announce this on our fan club. You can join us on facebook.com forward slash groups nonpro and other social media as well. I think we've hit the nine o'clock time. I think it's time to talk about Loki for as long as we can stomach being around each other. That episode. it's, it's gotta I go, so guys. Be- <laughs> <laughs>
6: Haven't
5: seen
6: it.
0: Peace oh, out. okay. Uh, there you go. You uh, missed the point right. where I said you could peace out whatever you yeah. all right now that she's
5: gone
0: Hmm. anyways so yeah the i i was i was blown away that they actually that we actually got end game footage in the opening it was it's weird to see i know it's stupid but it's weird to see like these big film actors appearing in a uh like tv show my mind is still like set 30 years in the past where there's Mm -hmm. no way you're gonna get any of these people to appear on the show and i think most of this was probably uh, either footage from endgame or unused footage from endgame but it was pretty cool to see that happening uh overall i don't i don't even know why i didn't start with this i thought the episode was amazing. I think they've done a great job with all these Netflix shows. Uh, I'm sorry, all these Disney Plus shows. Disney Plus. Um, <laughs> Marvel, do not ruin cancifully. I think they've done a great job with this last batch of Disney Plus shows, and this first episode was amazing. Cinematic, uh, perfect steam. We'll, we'll take turns talking about it. Dave, you're chomping at the bit. What do you, you want to say?
2: Well, the, th- the thing that just struck me and just made me Love the show is like you know how WandaVision was kind of like a love letter to Sitcoms mm. If you look at the Setting the lighting Of several scenes this Is a love letter to that Dark gritty late 70s early 80s like sci-fi
5: Like yeah, okay.
2: when he's Interviewing Loki and he's Asking those open-ended questions And the soundtrack gets A little synthy and the room has Those industrial lights it's like Holy shit! This is Blade Runner.
0: Yeah, yeah, I could definitely see it. There's a there's the a retro lot of light.
3: technology. Yeah, the retro yeah. devices on the tables.
0: <laughs> a straight-laced government organization whose responsibility is to manage the time stream, uh, but not with cool suitcases necessarily. Umbrella Academy reference. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah,
2: uh, <laughs> I think like that. Yeah, I agree.
5: It's, it's too good. similar.
2: Yeah. It's only one episode, but. This feels more um, momentous than the other two shows so far. Like it, it, just feels like it has a bigger impact on the whole MCU.
0: Yeah, it definitely seems to establish things for the for their universe. Al, what did you think?
4: Oh, I uh, I really loved like the, the moment Loki realized, like, oh, I am kind of out of my depth in this because uh, there's through all of it, we are very much stuck with you know Avengers Loki and there's two really good scenes one of which is the desk full of infinity stones which i the mm. light leaving his eyes as he's looking at this and he's realizing like oh my god this is bigger than me this is so much bigger than me i didn't comprehend how big how big it was and then going back to the room and watching uh like you know the future with his father and his brother and then himself like the gambit of emotions that Tom Hiddleston goes through of anger and like frustration, but like, you know, all this sadness and like happiness, these feeling like, you know, dad died, but he loved me and all this other stuff and watching himself die and like the anger, but also like, ah, it was really good. Acting.
0: (laughs) Yeah. The acting. It was really great.
4: Now after the end of all that, he,
2: you know, he answers that question. Like, no, I don't enjoy hurting people. Yeah. And then he quotes the thing he says everybody else does. It's just part of the illusion of somebody who's weak trying to intimidate everybody else. Like, he's acknowledging he's weak.
0: Great writing, great acting. Jen, what did you think of the, the first episode?
1: Um, I didn't love it at first. Probably because I was distracted by the similarities to Umbrella Academy. It was rooting <laughs> me out. Um, like, they were doing the commission, but with Disney money, and that just feels unfair. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. But but it really started to click for me when um, Loki started looking through his future, through the the death of his father and then his own death, and that that held a lot of weight. Like that, I really felt that, and and from that point on, I was I was I was down. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do next. And I love the DB Cooper reference. That was really yes. oh my god! That was as soon as he
2: um, handed the note, I just shout out, "Is he DB Cooper?" Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, I the same reaction. Russell, what did you think?
3: Oh, um, you know, uh, uh, I think most people have kind of covered. I, I think one of the things that it, it's worth pointing out as well is Owen Wilson in this episode because yeah. it's what's really great. And this is this is down to Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston's uh acting is the shift in the power dynamic back and forth. How I was kind of expecting like the very beginning you're expecting like Owen Wilson's like, ha ha, I mean no, I can't remember the character's name, I'm sorry. But he's like, yeah, oh Loki. Um, yeah. Agent Mobius. Yeah. Mobius, <laughs> a, yeah. Yeah. Remember Mobius? Movie. I think he only said it once in the whole yeah, episode. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, what I I've but, been
2: yeah, racking but, my brain on that, and then it just clicked when you said you couldn't remember. <laughs>
3: But it's, it starts very much with Mobius in kind of this position of authority, you know, and Loki, like, struggling against that. But then I think as it goes on, you really do see it shift back and forth. Like, there's that, you know, there's a part where where Loki doesn't have the control collar on anymore. And, you know, and and Mobius is there, and he's, like, still talking to him the same way, but he doesn't put down the, the you know, the weapon, the eraser baton, the whole time. He's, he's, he's still, like, and it's really interesting to see that shift back and forth. I think they're really... Pre- played that stuff very well, because it really stays true to the character of Loki being this this character who, who uh, so much of, of his stuff is just the shift of power dynamic. You know, when is he lying? When there's an advantage. When is he telling the truth? When it's to his advantage. And so we're we're still staying very true to the character, even as we're breaking him down even as we're saying, like, hey, you know, look at your life. Hey, look at what you've achieved and what you've missed and all that kind of thing. Even as we're, like, breaking him down to his base, we're still saying, staying true to his, um, you know, to the power of who's in control and, you know, and, and, and how that shifts. I think that was really, really great performances by the two of them to pull all that off.
0: Yeah, yeah, it definitely the performances take this uh, take the the cake on this. There's some amusing world building in here here and there. I'll, oh, wow. I'll go as far as to say that the 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 way time travel and the the sacred timeline is handled is thankfully more linear, but also more basic than the way it's done <laughs> in Umbrella Academy, where there is like so much room for for questioning and 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 blanks to be filled out in one show uh, versus like, this is basic. It's a, it's going to be a procedural. Uh, we're going to kind of address some of the big questions end game put in a lot of fans brains over which timeline what happened, but we don't ever really want to deal with this. So there's one timeline. Uh, this is just a way of bringing in Loki back because he's a star and then allowing the actors to, to play out who these characters are and, um, why should we be rooting for a person who's done horrible things? I forgot about the eyeball incident until yeah. the show brought it up. And I'm like, yeah, this is all really genuine, good stuff. Uh, interesting world building, sure, but really interesting character building and deconstructing. Um, and the fact that it's like a, just a, a plain mystery behind there, a pretty linear mystery of who who is the other Loki who's doing horrible
4: things through time is
0: cool. I don't that need was a much really more. Nice
4: stinger yeah. at the end of the episode yeah. was the like, oh well, it's you. We <laughs> we need your help to catch yep. you.
0: Uh, yeah, no, and it, it's you don't need it to be more complicated than that. We we we're all tuning in to see uh, Tom Tom Hiddleston and oh, Owen yeah. Wilson also coming over and doing a wonderful you know, job with that. Yeah. But that's that's all we really want. So I think
2: it's good that we we gave them room
0: uh, to do that
2: story. You know, I On a world building know note know that was sorry. I didn't even know that was Owen Wilson. Like, until <laughs> I saw the credits of Owen Wilson, and I'm like, that's why his nose is messed up. Yep, that's so right. So i thinking there was <laughs> some <laughs> elaborate backstory that the other Moki like did something to his nose, and then it's like, oh, it's just Owen Wilson.
3: It, it may still come in. Uh, Russell, what were you saying? I was gonna say it's kind of interesting how this is with the whole idea of the timeline thing, they are really cementing the importance of continuity in marvel and the idea there is one timeline all these things connect together so don't miss any of the movies damn it meanwhile <laughs> the, meanwhile meanwhile dc is like diversifying like oh hey we have multiple batmans existing at the same time no big deal you know so it's so, just kind of funny um, to see like the contrast of the of the properties there like one is like you know yeah. there they're, marvel is like no it's the one path everything is this way and dc is like ah we don't know Multiple yeah, realities. Works, so whatever, to
2: build it. off of that, getting rid of the evil variants, it's like, hello, Netflix shows and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Goodbye, Netflix shows and <laughs> Agents <laughs> of <laughs> S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs>
3: Maybe.
0: Colson Maybe. was reintroduced, finally. I mean, I guess he was also in Captain Marvel, but we don't know. Yeah. I, I almost thought uh Mobius was going to pull a on Loki, like, oh, uh, little, what did Loki say? Something like little... Um, Consolation for a dead man. And if yeah, Moby is like, Dead man? No, seven seasons, <laughs> man. That show was doing pretty damn well, and you couldn't even kill one guy. That was <laughs> fun. Uh, but we did not get that. At least we don't we didn't have it yet. Who knows oh, what man. the future yeah. likes. I, I think DC DC would just lean into the multiverse heavier, yeah. Uh damn. it would be awesome. Um, I actually think Marvel might be. I think because the multiverse whole, of madness. Multiverse, like this is the first oh, yeah. time they've used the phrase multiverse. They announced the role-playing game, the multiverse, which is a oh. part of the cinematic universe. We oh. might see this as the doorway in, uh, but who knows? Yeah, yeah.
3: I hope that's not just like uh, I hope they didn't just spoil the ending for us. It's like, and then in episode thirteen, the TVA explodes. Okay, so now it's all multiverse. <laughs> there you go like i hope i hope it's not that simple we'll see (laughs) they
4: might just often do like well maybe the multiverse is a good idea after all or something like that um who knows i really there's we never saw what the reset thing does and i feel like that's going to be a plot point whenever we Mm -hmm. finally see how that works out yeah Um, because they may be the bad guys we don't know
2: this whole setting um Reminds me, I forget the name of the novel, but there's like an Isaac Asimov novel about a guy who works for some bureaucratic time authority going around fixing mistakes in the time stream. until Yes, it takes place
4: in the same world as Foundation, if memory serves. You may have just... Told us what uh, plot
0: zero was in both Umbrella Academy and. Loki. <laughs> well, we they making like clear references to this Asimov story that we are too dumb to have
4: read yet. It was. Here's it's a, a very weird story, um, written I think much later in yeah. his career. If memory much serves. Later book.
3: Yeah, it's there's a Philip K. Dick story that's called the Adjustment Bureau that I still haven't read. That's a similar thing. It's about people. Going around, like setting the world the way it's supposed to be. But I think there's supposed to be angels in that or something because this was Philip K. Dick as he was like crossing his mm. religious, philosoph- philosophical, science stuff. So
4: now Asimov uh, just had robot, had sexy robots. Yeah. Yeah, that sexy was group. that was Asimov's yeah. <laughs> sexy yeah, robots. as well be sexy robots, sexy detective less,
3: robots. Less <laughs> less dr- yes, <laughs> less drugs in his writing. Got it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Tears of a Machine does well in its second edition. Sexy detective robots just could be. <laughs> I'm just,
3: I'll let you write that source book. You can. Uh, nice, yeah.
0: I love it. Uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I mean, it was one episode, so I don't know how much detail we could get into. Uh, we really, yeah. without being really uh, obsessive, obsessive over it, but excited to see the rest of the episodes. There's only six in this season, so hmm, these. Sh- these super short seasons are not doing it for me. Not doing it for me. But what are you going to do? What are you going to yeah. do? Uh, we Before we close, we have some uh, viewer questions that I would like to answer. Uh, bo- 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 I think we answered a lot of these already. What new show, book, game should I invest in? Um, I'm, I'm going to do something corny and say, like, Tears of the Machine. It's coming out on Kickstarter very soon. <laughs> Uh, but other good things... July that are...
3: 6th. July 6th. I forgot to say the date. July 6th, Kickstarter launch. July yeah, 6th. Anyway.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, shows to get... If you haven't seen any of the shows we talked about, I think like we've spoken highly of everything we've watched. Um, so yeah, any of those are, are going to be, obviously, I can't imagine you've never seen stranger things, but if you haven't get on it and, uh, umbrella Academy is maybe a little bit more vague to people, but yeah, that's a, a great show. Two seasons, easy to catch up on, uh, a lot of fun. I've been watching doom patrol, uh, on, uh, HBO oh, yeah. and max. God, and I Brandon really Fraser
2: it. in that show, man.
0: Yeah. He's just a, a great job. Uh, a few issues here and there with that show and how it deals with a couple of things, but you know what? More or more or less fun. Um anybody else have one that we haven't mentioned? If you can, just blurt it out at any point. We're gonna get involved in live chat. We are all the channels have a live chat as we go live, if that's what you're asking. Or if you're asking about our fan club, it's it's mostly a Facebook group, but we also have a Discord. You could join that and force us to use it. Um it's literally it. It's probably a good idea.
3: Probably a good idea. Yep. Yeah. And, and then um,
2: oh, I'm going to remember is... like eight different shows after this ends and be like, of course. Oh, I did not yeah. imagine that.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And then finally, Why No Witcher season two T- Toss a coin at Chibaby. <laughs> but we
4: are getting why a season no two. A... Didn't they like season come in? And... And yeah. like, oh,
0: uh, why no? Uh, okay. So on Geeked Week, I don't think they've mentioned anything, but there's we're only oh, halfway through. Yeah. So yeah, let's talk about a... their
4: game properties in the last one. I'm also sad we didn't watch yet tomorrow's one, which is going to have Masters of the Universe
3: and yeah, the animation People and animation Godzilla.
4: Block. And I'm like, what's happening? I want to be involved in all that. I'm like, Yeah. Go, next time. That's why we have to have we'll a next a... week.
3: Next week yeah, we're going to we'll... have to do like a full <laughs> retrospective of the whole.
0: We'll do a follow-up and talk about them. But yeah, it, I'm certain. Witcher season two is going to be talked about in their, their final day Whether they're talking about game properties. But Hey, yeah, this has been fun. Thank you all for joining. Um, We're on uh, all your major podcasts. For those of you watching the live stream, we're all on uh, wherever you get your fine podcasts. You can download to the audio version of the show and an archive will be available soon. I'm going to go round table. Uh, Al, do you have anything that you're working on? You'd like to tell people about.
4: Uh, besides uh, Zolocon on the twenty uh, fifth of July, uh, that's kind of ab- about it. I would say go to uh, go there and visit Al's Gaming Emporium and buy some video games and some toys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave, do you have anything going on that you would like to tell us about?
2: Um, not really. Like, I don't have, time, have time to be creative. Do more <laughs> art on your Dave. On Tumblr, do it. Oh do God, more no. art. Your art. I'm is, so um, rusty now. Oh
0: yes, that's the problem. You being rusty now. Come on, make more did art. Did you Jamie. see
2: the later artwork I did where I actually took some lessons? No, it actually I, looks like real stuff.
0: I I just love <laughs> the name of the of the blog, Dear Dave. Uh, yes, Russell, where can we we already discuss it, but we're can we find yep, more about yep. your game coming out?
3: Yep, I mean, really, just yeah, the the Twitter at Robot Claw. I do have a um, you know a website where my blog is uh, robotclaw.info. There are a few blog posts up there. I, I owe people a few more, especially to get into the details of what's up. But uh, yeah, you know, that's that's basically what my creative life is about, uh, at least until at least until the winter. So.
4: Also, oh, so go. I got the date wrong for my convention It's the 17th, not the 25th, excuse me, I'm nope. sorry Go back <laughs> in
0: time and fix that All right, 17th So if you've already called for, uh, for um, a time out from work uh, Tell them the bad news, you have to get it early <laughs> um, And Jen Rogers, where can we find out more about your work?
1: Uh, you can catch me on Twitter at JenRogersArt I don't have a lot going on right now Except for Tears of a Machine but uh, I will be posting some image updates there and uh, I'm excited to talk to you there.
0: Yay! All right, I can't wait to find out more about all these projects and uh, to see how well the con goes for Al. Um, thank you all, uh, to all our patrons. We um, uh, couldn't do it without you. And in fact, we've updated our link. And it scrolls. Well, it will eventually. Um, thank you all. We're on patreon.com forward slash nonpro and on all the other social media sites you've ever you've you've ever been on um i think we are we may be doing a show next week that's going to be a follow-up for geek week and other content uh but we are going to consider whether we're doing this weekly or monthly as i started this podcast off (laughs) totally forgot that every week is going to be a a a bunch of material (laughs) but uh you let us know by leaving us a comment on what you thought about loki about Geeked Week and about our show and our guests. So thank you all for joining. Good night, everyone. I'm scrolling up for the ending music video. So.
6: <laughs> this has been a non-productive media presentation.